following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. It's the end of the world as we know it, and we feel fine on this episode of the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me, I have... Editorial writer, Laserkin. And our returning guest... Jesse Betteridge from the Zonan Canada Podcast. Hey, Jesse, we didn't have you on since Housing Complex C, I think. That was a while ago, and I'm glad to be back. Uh, Almost exactly a year. Yeah, and not a whole lot has happened on <laughs> Adult on Swim adult Canada swim anime no. since then. Well, so. to be fair, not a whole lot has happened on Adult Swim of U.S. <laughs> no, not I, really. I, you, know, <laughs> I, you know what? I, at this point, I'm pretty sure we're never going to get a tsunami in Canada. And it's too bad because the tsunami in the States has set the bar so low at this point that I don't think it has ever been easier for <laughs> Adult Swim Canada to try and just outright imitate the block. Because at some point, yeah, it's just, just call up Viz, get Naruto, call up Toei, get One Piece. There I mean, I, pre- pretty soon, I think I think One Piece is going to be the only third party title. I uh, yeah, uh, they're, they would need they're to get burning so. through that Naruto. There's only like 38 yeah. episodes left, and they I guess they, they gave up on Baruto, right? They they ran a bit of that, and then they just, yeah right? they allegedly it didn't get the audience that they wanted, but you know at this point, I wouldn't put it past them to go back to it just just to have something but it's, honestly it, i almost feel like they would just go back to original naruto <laughs> yeah never underestimate naruto nostalgia naruto nostalgia is yeah. very powerful it is it's uh, I'm, I'm gl- it's extremely powerful and yet yeah. naruto's not the one getting the balloon in the Maisie's thanksgiving day parade no it's monkey d luffy what yeah one Piece fans it, keep winning! We, it is, it we is the year lam- of Straw Hats. We long lamented just the uh, the anti-nostalgia that One Piece had for so long because of four mm-hmm. kids, but it like they're getting the last laugh now. So They are. They're, they're yeah. getting the last laugh now. <laughs> Ooh, I see what you did there. Yeah, just, you yeah. all saw what I did there. I mean, for real, though, it's, it's all because the Netflix show was successful. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I'll <laughs> no. take it. Yeah, but I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just almost a little bit surprised that the balloon's not modeled after live action Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> Which, well, quite frankly, would be a bit... Um, yeah, that would be a bit much. <laughs> uh, we're not here to talk about One Piece. <laughs> But I always want to talk about One Piece. And unfortunately, I'm with you, so I'm working to make One, one Piece jokes whether we like it or not. It's true. It's uh, it's it's going to happen. Well, we're here to talk about Fooly Cooly Shoegaze, Episode 2, Generational Battle. Or Genobato. They're doing this kind of weird naming scheme with, with these episodes, which, uh, you yeah, know, whatever. In which the focus as the title would imply, is about a generational battle. It's the Millennials versus the Zoomers. Oh, boy. 
Arcana, our previous protagonist in Fooly Cooly Alternative, is now the boring adult that's having to deal with like this teenage girl who's just just a brat. Just just a total brat. But every now and then she says something that kind of makes sense. Poor Kana. Uh, she's just yeah. like completely squeezed in the middle now. Like mm-hmm. she's got she's got this. I I I I can't remember what the timeline is. I guess she she would be the, the very youngest of millennials. Uh, I I think maybe. Uh, I, I mean, least. I just yeah. wanted to make the comparison, but I I think yeah. maybe she's supposed to be twenty seven. So. Whatever the the time, it's futile to try and figure out the time. Yeah, I mean, we don't even we don't yeah. even know what era, what planet would <laughs> we don't we don't yeah. know. But like many millennials, she's kind of forced to become an adult, but is almost also sort of denied the ability to be perceived as an adult. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, it's this this is hitting a little too close to home. Yeah, kinda. It's it, it's mm. you know in the pre in in Fooly Cooly alternative, I thought the Conda guy was yeah, I thought he was pretty cool, you know. Mm. I thought he was all right. I did too. <laughs> but clearly, he has some machinations here, and I don't know if I like this guy I'm, anymore. Um, we, we got our yeah. older generation denying the younger generation taking their own path and just forcing them to. Revert society back to a way that benefits old people. Like, you know, never seen these themes in, in Japanese media before. Never. Nope. Ever. Yeah. Never. 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 Uh-uh. never, never, never. Yeah. We got like uh, multiple generational battles here. It's like, but as somebody who thoroughly enjoyed Fulakuli Alternative and rather liked Kana as a character, I really like that we're getting into this with Kana. We're, we're seeing, you know, how her life kind of spiraled out of her control as she entered adulthood and how Conda Janet took advantage of her ability to create NO and how that all really didn't work out. And now she's just kind of stuck dealing with this situation where she can't give them what they want from her. Mm-hmm. But she's not allowed to, you know, like move on with her life. So she's she's really got hard. that that key thing they need. So she she's kind of stuck, and she, you know, she even she she wouldn't get on that bus. She could have gotten on that bus, yeah, to you know become a, a become a real adult, but she didn't. So now she's uh eight, like she's older, but she's still under the thumb of uh. Of of the quote unquote real adults, it just doesn't end. <laughs> and speaking as a bus driver, I felt like that bus driver's demeanor was maybe a little less friendly than it should have been. <laughs> Look, I get it. I get it when people are just standing at a bus stop, and I'm like, "Are you getting on the bus? <laughs> Would you like a ride?" I get, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, sometimes people are just. Standing by a bus stop. But I will ask you, why are you standing there at a bus stop if you don't want to ride the bus? But it's because she had a change of heart at the last minute. And they had to pull on our heartstrings by showing us that vision of 
all of her friends on the bus. At first, I thought that was actually Kana on there, but it, it's pets in, in mm-hmm. between Hijri and Mosan. Of course, pets is nowhere to be seen because she's off on some other planet. But, man, Kana's really still hung up on pets. Yeah. <laughs> Serious uh, arrested development going on here. But, man, it's like they, they practically hooked her up to a torture device. They kind of did. That room that was totally empty in the tower didn't used to be. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Kanda is trying to uh, win over Masaki by texting him and, and trying to tell him that Harumi is a terrorist and uh, medical mechanical sympathizer and he's being played by her. He's like, I don't know. You seem kind of suspect, buddy. You're kind of the guy that seems to be playing people, bud. Hmm, perhaps, perhaps. He seemed really excited when uh, the the NO activated. He did. More quality uh, moments between Harumi and Masaki. <laughs> She's uh she was really uh uh get getting into his back with her foot there. <laughs> with her with her not shoed foot. And what what childish demands she has. I want all of the candy and you need to rain it on me. I want a candy rain. I like that it wasn't the candy she wanted, it was the experience of being rained on by what the candy. candy. Yeah, that was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, and, and she and she couldn't she couldn't get the one curry candy. Which like what what was is that a real candy? Is there actually a curry? Like I, I consider Probably. myself a candy expert. In, in Japan, uh, Japanese I would candy not expert. be surprised. I never heard of this curry candy before. It seems likely, but it's, it's make, also <laughs> just that curry flavor anything. For, uh, I don't have it. Yeah, <laughs> but then the yeah. the curry is like like kind of the uh the adult test too depending on how spicy it is ah. and i wonder if that had something to do with why kana couldn't get it mm. i don't know mm. just thought of that now I'm, that's I'm not a bad Maybe. thought or why she thought it was nasty yeah yeah though she probably hasn't ever tried it yeah mm. yeah yeah so evidently they were hiding something in imaginary time space. I guess that's a good place to hide something if you don't want people to find it. It's sort of like having imaginary numbers. I guess. And, <laughs> and yes, I've been waiting to make that, that rain thing. I mean, that, that seemed to be kind of what they were getting at with it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, big... a, I mean, Ava 3.0 plus 1.0 did, did the same thing. And yeah. well, obviously, obviously... The, the the folks at Studio Car are not working on this one, but it's all you know linking back to the same idea of of, of physics at some point. So I, I it's, I'm not too surprised to see that sim- those similar ideas kind of kind of emerging there. Yeah, the people that made this probably watched those Ava movies. <laughs> oh yeah, there is uh, a lot of upskirts going on in and. And like a little, well, that, that's uh, how little, we know the, we, that's how we know it's the same director 
as alternative because <laughs> that um, was so- was something of a trademark of his. Uh, it's just like he, uh, he he knew he had the chance to do it, so he just he just worked it in um, <laughs> as much as he could in alternative, and you know he knew he only had three episodes of uh, of shoegaze, so <laughs> have to have to at least double to triple the <laughs> shot ratio in each episode. So I haven't ever seen Punchline. That does seem like a show that would have a lot of panty shots. <laughs> D- did he direct that? Yeah, he directed that. Oh, that explains it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I didn't realize he directed Punchline. That explains everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, if, when I when I found out that he made Punchline, I was like, oh, you know, this guy makes a lot of sense for doing a fooly cooly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and you know, I got I got to say, I I I have found the whole. I, I do think the idea of making continual sequels of Fulikuli. It is a questionable idea. I don't think anyone's um, in -hmm. disagreement of that. Uh, But I do like the idea that, you know, you'd make a sequel of the original Fulikuli and just sort of go off in a different direction and kind of keep some of the things in common, but ultimately do something uh, so wildly different that it's not, um, that that it's more down to earth. And then you make a sequel to that sequel uh, and then it deviates even further in a different direction holding on to certain things from alternative less so Mm -hmm. from the original but still you know you still have that that clear line going and then we we kind of get uh well i mean we're not at the end yet so we can't say definitively where 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 Mm -hmm. these these themes have all gone but i mean that is the way to follow up something like fooly cooly and i want to say that i kind of wish that they had only done they had only gotten um Uemura to do alternative and, and shoegaze and not bother so much for the rest because I I think the I the it seems obvious to go to the idea of having a different team do every season and do a different take on it I feel that that approach has kind of been a failure but the alternative uh, kind of through line has been a has been a success I think it's I actually I rewatched it um, for coming on this podcast and I enjoyed it even more the second time around. Uh, I love just the general approach. I, I love Kana. I think she's my favorite protagonist from any of the Fooly Coolies. Uh, and I think she, she's even better here in Shoegaze. This is, this is like, it's not the direction I want for her, but it's like, it's, it's the direction she had to go in uh, mm-hmm. for her character, which is, which is sad, but it's just, you know, like you think about it. I can't really think of her going things going any other way, but you know, at the same time, uh, I think the, the maybe the whole reason I appreciate alternative and shoegaze is because I have progressive and, uh, and grunge to compare them to. Um, and Perhaps. I, I, oh god. I I, I I don't know. Are there? I ha- I haven't talked to that many people, but I get the impression that alternative is like the is the favorite of of these sequels. Are there are there people out there who honestly it's it's pretty mixed. And there's a lot uh-huh. of people that feel like alternative was the better story the 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 better pretty much everything maybe it was a little bit blander in visuals but overall was the better series the one that didn't try to just ape fooly cooly things and then and those people feel like progressive was just trying to ape fooly cooly things and yeah didn't really have its own voice but there are people who feel the opposite and i don't know why <laughs> yeah i'm i'm with you guys i i much prefer alternative 
Although it I, seems like the, the clear and obvious, like, better way to continue a series like that. I would agree with you, but there there really are people who do prefer progressive. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Having yeah, there's no accounting for taste. Having this series without Haruko for once is so refreshing. Right? I mean, it it's makes bold. it more I, I, unique. I appreciate that they would do something that bold. Like that, that's again what you would think. You think that the obvious way to do this is to have a different team do a different version with the only threads being that it has Haruko and it has Pillows music. Uh, and now they, they took Haruko out. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, they took just... out Haruko, but they kept Medical Mechanica. Mm-hmm. They have Atomisk and they, uh, you know, they're following up on a story that originally had Haruko. So they could kind of call back to her. At least they did so once. They did. <laughs> that was I caught funny. that and they laughed. Pretty funny. Like, yeah. I don't have pink hair and I'm not going to hit things with a bass. <laughs> Thank you, Kana. Thank you. That sums up Haruko nicely. <laughs> I mean, there are, yeah. there are those who theorize that Harumi is actually Haruko. but uh, you, you know what? Uh, I, I thought so in episode one, a... but after episode two, I don't think so. I, I don't think so, and I think it would be dis- disappoint. Like, I'm sure there's something up with Harumi. I would be disappointed if it turned out that she is actually just Haruko, or... I mean, she uh, has secrets! She has secrets, for sure. And she almost and, revealed them! I am actually... <laughs> yeah. Don't, yep. don't, don't, don't do rang. that to us. Um, the, uh... I, I will say, I listened to the, the previous episode um, you did on, on Shoegaze. I was... I did not realize that it was uh, a different voice actor. <laughs> I thought I thought it was Haruko's voice actor actresses who were doing Harumi. Um, yeah, and, no, yeah, Kim, uh, yeah, Kim Gasil. Uh, yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, she, Kim's, I, she, Kim's doing a great job of you know in she, incorporating those Haruko isms. Yeah, I thought it was Kari Car- uh, Waldron. I really did. I did so, too until we had that episode. So yeah. Yeah, um, she had so, she had some banger line deliveries in this episode. Oh, God, <laughs> she really does. Oh man, <laughs> snake in a shot. <laughs> that's fifty thousand years in jail, buddy. <laughs> it's like that is that's that's such a nami way of doing it. <laughs> Only she would ask for money. Yeah, yeah. she would. She would. <laughs> I'm not doing it. What you talking about? Oh, as it turns out, there's no conspiracy. I mean, there probably is, but it's not a conspiracy. It's not anything about the tower that's making Masaki's head go crazy. No, No. he's in love. He's got hormones raging. Very fully, fully thing to do. Mm -hmm. And Konda decides that the best way to get him over the edge is to... Shoot Harumi right in front of him. Yeah, wow. I don't know what the point of that was. Well, it's to get a rise out of the boy. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that it will, but man, <laughs> ends justify the means, huh, Conda? Mm, it was a really interesting <laughs> shot. It's, it's a really interesting shot as she's 
falling and the blood splatter and the candy is falling all at the same time. Like, it's a really interesting visual. <laughs> also, because of the blood splatter and the candy falling at the same time, it looks like there was like candy apples in there. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's like the eggs in the going merry scene. Ah! I can't ever not see the eggs. I can't either. Sanji, please fry these. I want to eat them. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, props to uh, the soldier that's like, come on, she's a teenager. Don't make me do this. Yeah, he, he, he tried. He tried. He's got, he's got some machinations. But oh man, that conversation that he had with Kana three years ago when things stopped working for Kana and they're tossing the ball around, which, huh, tossing the ball around reminds me of Attack on Titan. <laughs> oh, <geez>. But <laughs> another bearded guy with uh, opinions. <laughs> but that conversation that they had, uh, Kanda talking about being on the baseball team, but not even being on the starting roster of the team that goes to the nationals and how he's so proud of his team, but he's also very jealous of the people who actually got to play. And I'm like, yeah, man, <laughs> I feel that. I feel that about a lot of things. <sighs> a little too real. Yeah. Mood on that. Little too real. Yeah. This this one's actually exploring a lot of interesting things, which I think is great. I, I like uh, I like when Fooly Cooly does that. And I think the alternative line has generally always done a good job with that. Yeah, so, well, I mean, yeah. I, I obviously we. Uh, there, there's been we, we've there's been discussion to no end of 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 uh, Fooly Cooly, the original uh, talking about just the, uh, um, uh, the, the sort of growing up story of, uh, a boy going into middle school versus, uh, alternative looking at a girl graduating high school, which on, on the surface, you could think that, oh, we're doing the boy's story of growing up and now the girl's story of growing up, but there's actually a, like a kind of a world of difference between, um, those oh, yeah. two kind of, uh, those two kind of leaps and narratives in many ways. Uh, and I, I appreciate that it they challenged that, and then they're just in, intensifying that further here because we're just looking at um, uh, sort of the dead end of, uh, of of maturity in many ways, mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's just sort of I guess hitting your limit, and then just sort of impose uh, learning how to impose some kind of authority. Uh, looking down from as best you can from there or something. I don't know. We're, we still have a very incomplete picture of, uh, of, yeah. of where shoegaze is going. And I think we, we can't uh, fully explore everything yet. Um, mm -hmm. As uh, I know we're, we're all a little hesitant to dig into things too much. I, I certainly don't want to make, make a lot of assumptions about what we're seeing just to be proven wrong in the last episode. Like is what happened, mm -hmm. like what happened the last time I came on. Oh, do see. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, not all, not, not all, not everything that we said was uh, proven wrong, but uh, you know, 
Man. That it's like, is. why did I rack my brain that much just for uh, <laughs> just for things to turn out the way that they did in the final episode of Housing Complex? C. Um, mm, yes. See, what happened is you guys didn't have me on for that episode because I could have been like, I did it right. Oh, yeah. I, I, speaking of Housing Complex, C, I did want to point out, I, th- I think Carl has mentioned this a little bit in the, the grunge episodes about how when anime, air, well, anything airs on Adult Swim Canada, it has extra commercial breaks because mm-hmm. they do not follow the same format as adult swim in the U S uh, and they, they can't cause that's just how Canadian cable television works. You sell, yeah, you don't like, sell ads for specific shows. You sell ads saying we'll run your ad X number of times over these time slots. And that's yeah. why you have more, more ad breaks and at the same ads running over and over again. Um, that's kind of why they do that. And the only exception they make on Adult Swim, well, they don't they don't run ads during like the fifteen minute shows, um, mm-hmm. but and they also don't run extra ads during Rick and Morty. That's the one show they make an exception for. Um, yeah. But uh, unfortunately, like everything else that's thirty minutes has extra ad breaks put in. They're actually not that bad in Fully Cooly Shoegaze because uh, they splice the ad right after like the title card. And then mm-hmm. again, right before the credits, not not quite as clean back in, you know, the old days with Bionics where you just have like the ad after the opening and then another ad before the ending. Um, but, you know, it, it does. It's not too disruptive overall, but maybe the worst instance of an ad being spliced into a show was with the final episode of Housing oh, Complex no. C, because, you know, there was that gigantic info dump at the beginning yeah. of the episode and they actually spliced a commercial right in the middle of the info oh, dump because oh. they couldn't find a better place to do it. Oh, that's brutal. That's uh, it was pretty bad. And I, I also have to point out that with, uh, with these extra ads put in, it's especially bad or they have to be careful with the decision because it doesn't only affect the broadcast. It affects all of the streams because chorus doesn't have an actual streaming platform. They right. they had one years ago. They abandoned it, and now it's just this weird mishmash of these different services that they put it on. All so of now which the are, on-demand versions have all these hitches in them. Yeah, and they're all none of them are ad-free. There's no ad-free streaming option at all. They all have ad breaks, and they're all the same ad breaks that are on the the broadcast version, which is really frustrating when. You have a show like Fully Cooly Shoegaze, and this is the only way to watch it unless you you buy the download to own version. That's that's the only way you can fully escape that. Wow. Uh, but that's not as bad as w- what was bad about uh, the broadcast for this one is that it started five minutes late. So what? Oh man, <laughs> that was a uh, pretty sloppy. And they're also only running; they're not even rerunning it. They're just running it once. So. They are running ads for it, but you can tell they don't. There's not a lot of faith in uh, in these Fooly Cooly sequels on, uh, on on Adult Swim Canada. Well, it's and, just the weirdest thing to be airing them before playing the original, much less airing this one before playing alternative. They're not, if they were going to run the original and alternative and progressive, I think they would have done it by now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, they, I, yeah, I agree. They would have they would have yeah. done it before before grunge. Obviously, I'm pretty sure they could get them if they wanted to, but they probably have to pay extra. And someone mm-hmm. someone did the math and and obviously determined <laughs> that this don't just, math out. They, they don't want to <laughs> they don't want to pay for it. So grunge and she is there. I mean, I'm glad we're getting them, but they're just kind of getting thrown out there. And 
and, are you and, though? And just <laughs> uh, shoegaze. I'm glad. Grunge. I uh, I wasn't a fan of. I will say. <laughs> I, I know you have to. Yeah, you have. There's a lot to talk about if you meet it halfway. But the 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 downsides of grunge were just too much for me. The I didn't like the animation style. The the really bad homages to imagery from the original Fooly Cooly, which was just done so poorly. I, mm-hmm. You have to you have to get past those things to to give grunge a fair shake. And I just I just couldn't do it. I it's did so like refreshing the, that none of that is happening in Shoecase. Yeah. yeah, I did like I like the Churu joke that that made me laugh. That was the one thing. In, oh, in, yeah, that was pretty good. That did make me laugh. <laughs> I, I did rather like that whole sequence, the 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 whole backstory yeah. of the, the Yakuza. Plus, they picked a really good uh, pillow song to pair with it. That that's another thing in both grunge and shoegaze. Uh, the the needle drops are, are awful. Uh, the way that the music is being put in, like I, when I went back and watched Alternative, uh, very good selections and very just very good um, uh, choices with the songs to use and when to put them into the episode. Uh, I'm not seeing that at all with either grunge or shoegaze. It's just really? uh, I'm not getting that feeling. It's like they're trying to cram tw- twice as much music into oh, yeah, into true. one episode. It's, it's like you have you have because it's six, it's because of three episodes instead of six, you're getting twice as many panty shots and twice as many pillow songs. <laughs> um, and it's just, you, you don't have the balance. I, I was talking with Carl about this. He did point out that the pillows are credited as music director for grunge and, um, and shoegaze. And I wonder if that means if they're the ones choosing when mm. the songs get put in. And if that is <laughs> maybe, the case, maybe they are, they're not they are, the best judges of that. <laughs> yeah. I, if that is the case, like they're, they're definitely better that they're better at making music than they are um, deciding how to use it. So <laughs> I thought, I thought some of the needle drops in the first episode of shoegaze worked pretty well, but uh, oh, maybe, maybe I need to watch it again as you should do with, uh, with fully Cooley anyway. I mean, you always got to watch it more than once. There's just yeah. too much to take in. Oh, That's yeah. the thing. Whenever we're watching this on Toonami and like, I kind of want to live tweet, but at the same time, if I take the time to live tweet, I'm going to miss a ton. <laughs> it's just, I, it goes by usually too fast. To... So this past week, uh, I like I didn't live tweet until the commercial break and then I like hastily tweeted a bunch of things. <laughs> you have a nice long one nice long ad break yeah, to, be, yeah. to do that with. So Well on the <laughs> other hand, if I had a several smaller ones, I'd you know I'd be able to, you know, stick them in <laughs> more gradually. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I wouldn't trade that though. <laughs> I, I would I would not. I would not. Yeah. Oh, that's the other uh, major thing that happened is when uh, when his NO activated, all of those things that only he could see are suddenly visible to everybody else. All oh, those yeah. ghost yep. thingies. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, it will be interesting to see where this goes. But so far. I, I really want to hang on this point that there are folks out there that think a really good idea for a fully Cooley sequel would be the story of an adult looking back at adolescence 
and you kind of getting that here. Mm-hmm. So if that's what you wanted out of a fully cooly sequel, give this a shot. Absolutely. <laughs> you, I mean, it's might, not what I wanted, but I'm like li- I'm liking where it's going. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a tough balancing act when you only have three episodes, too, because you have this, you know, a lot of emphasis being put on Kana. And Masaki, he all, well, you know, he, he got a good amount of focus in the first episode, but he almost seems like a bit of a wild card at this point. It's like, how is how yeah. is his deal going to affect all of these, like, more prominent things that are going on? So mm-hmm. I, I feel yeah, interesting to see what will happen in the last episode. I feel better about where we're at in episode two of this than I did in episode two of the uh, crunch. Absolutely. No, the end, episode two of grunge ended. I was like, okay, so now we know about the rock guy and we're basically back to just lightly after where we left off in episode one. And I know how this is going to go. We're going to get like half an episode focused on the girl and then we're going to finish. And it's just not, gonna be enough time and that's exactly how that went yeah so the the pacing of this is working a lot better it certainly could use some more breathing room but i kind of feel like they're covering enough material but not too much to make three episodes work with this one yeah whereas with grunge they they really needed a little more time which could have been adjusted if you, you know, maybe didn't have such a complicated story for no reason. Well, I'd be very curious at some point to know what the, like the whole production story behind the, the, I would too. I mean, this season in particular is like, how did they wind up with doing two seasons that were three episodes each? Was that the intention? Did it get crunched down? How did they decide to make one of the seasons a sequel to one of the previous seasons? How did this, like, I mean, grunge definitely feels like something that I, I don't think that what we got was how it was envisioned to be <laughs> at all. Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I, I totally would understand why why they would get Uemura back to do yeah. another Fooly Cooly. But I kind of feel like both times they have shortchanged this guy because the first time. You led with progressive. That was really polarizing. And then they kind of quietly ran alternative and it didn't get nearly as much notice. And once again, they lead with grunge, even though Uemura has been proven to be a good director for a fully Cooley story. But once again, he gets to play second string and I'm like, man, (laughs) Well, Kenna stinks. <laughs> I don't well, know. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, maybe maybe the final episode of Shoegaze is it going to be? Is it just going to conclude what they're doing here, or is it is it going to be a satisfying end to to uh, all of Fooly Cooly? Uh, oh, who that's, knows? We are we are apparently not getting any more, at least not from Adult Swim. Um. So they say. So they say. Well, you know what? That I now this is just something I was. I I think some speculation that I was reading on um, the the Bad Bird website uh, earlier today. But I I, some people seem to think that with Fooly Cooly, 
that it's kind of a Fantastic Four situation where basically they have to keep making sequels in order to hold for production IG to hold on to the rights. And if they stop making sequels, then mm. Studio Kara and uh, Kazuya Suramaki will be able to get the rights back, which, to to, to be fair, um, should happen because they, they should own the rights to the original Fooly Cooly for certain. But ha- have you heard anything like that or heard I of haven't, speculation but... of something like that? I would, it's a reasonable enough theory. There's a lot of contracts that are like that, where you'll lose the rights to something if you don't like this. That's the reason why Disney keeps making live action versions of beloved animated movies so that they can extend the IP longer. Or just, or get people to ignore the fact that the stories they're adapting are from the public domain. The more that they keep just shoving stuff out there the more people won't think about it which frankly does um does kind of (laughs) work but (laughs) even if that's not literally the case uh i mean this kind of goes back to how i i I think just the behind the scenes stories of these fully cooly shows would be really fascinating uh because there definitely is an element of production i production how how well we already know the whole story of how production ig got the rights because gynax just just fucked over Rano and Suramaki. I don't think we know the whole story. We don't know the whole story, but we know we kind we know one side of it at least. Yeah, um, we, uh, we we know yeah. we know Ano's side. Yeah, for um, sure. And they they definitely had incentive to make sequels. Um, yeah, so but I almost all... wonder if any other company would do it. <laughs> like if if they're looking for another partner, if they don't want to just do. It, because they can certainly just, if they're production IG, they can, they can make an anime. But like, are they even, are they even doing any actual animation or production work on these shows? Or is, I think it's, is it pretty much all just Studio Nut now? And then a lot of outsourcing to yeah. uh, China and Korea? No, actually yeah. mostly China, looking at the... Uh, the yeah, play. it's, 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 it's interesting. I mean, this is a production IG production, but they, yeah. they're always farming it out to some other studios so mm. yeah i mean this <laughs> this is why igpx remains the best tsunami original because it had <laughs> actual production ig animation <laughs> and and a director that had a vision <laughs> I, I still haven't seen that i haven't seen igpx oh i'm well, not the I mean, only one yeah I'm not going to say it's the greatest thing ever or even one of the best things that have aired on Toonami, though some would say it was. Uh, but it's it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's my dirty little Toonami secret. I've never actually yeah. seen IGPX either. I mean, I kind of know what to expect based on what people have said uh, of what it's like and what the quality is. But I, I'd, I'd be interested in seeing it one day. I wish it, it's not streaming anywhere, is it? It's just... No, you'd, yeah. you, uh, you'd have to get the dvds from discotech Dis- which is a great set yeah it's a fantastic set it's got both the japanese version and the toonami version which differs mainly in the music mm-hmm. but yeah good good stuff but like i really I really hope they stick the landing on this one because obviously oh, yeah, sure. we we all kind of feel alternative didn't stick the landing like that that was this is sort of the second chance for it to do that yes yeah this can this be the redemption arc yeah if, if we could stack this on top of alternative and it ends up really good i'll be happy 
I agree. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I was gonna say I might even actually go out and buy the uh, the, the Blu-ray release of uh, Progressive and Alternative. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming that shoegaze doesn't um, sour my uh, my feelings on it. Hopefully not. If it does, I mean it's not the edge of the blah, not the end of the world because uh, eh, these sequels are just kind of in a way not something that should have existed to begin with. But I'm still you know I'm still happy we got yeah we got alternative out of it if nothing else. And they they didn't need to exist, but eh, there's there's something there. A lot of a lot of things didn't need to exist. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if Carl sees value in these things, then obviously they have some value. <laughs> Definitely. <That's> true. <laughs> does, does the man lives and breathes Hooli Cooey? He does. Um, I noticed. <laughs> as, yeah. As as I think Carl did bring up, and we'll probably talk about this if I, I don't know if I'm back on the next episode, or Carl will probably bring it up. Whatever happens next time. Um it, it, I guess this is this has brought Fooly Cooly to the Canadian airwaves finally because it uh, never or actually global airwaves. I don't think that Fooly Cooly. I, 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 maybe people don't realize this, but I think that the United States is the only country in the world where Fooly Cooly actually aired on television. Did it air anywhere else? That might be true. I feel like it aired somewhere in the UK. Yeah, maybe. But I think I I, I mean it probably showed up on, about that. It probably showed up on TV at some point in Japan on like ATX or something. But, yeah, from, probably a satellite um, or cable. But I mean, it, I, most places in the world, Fooly Cooly is just like this. It's obscure, an OVA. Yeah, it's an OVA. It's an obscure little thing you probably couldn't even find in a local store. You had to like order it or buy it at an anime convention or something. Or that's that was a, the case when Sync Point had it. I don't know how easy it was to find those dvds when they first came out i had to, <laughs> i had to import them that's I, for sure. I i am that guy that bought the first fully cooly dvd release and let me tell you it was like expensive and and limited release and all of that yeah and you know what i'm the guy who bought those and still has them i still Same. have my original have the, set with i have the, the big yeah? box with the the, with the, the the discs and the booklet yeah. and everything yeah, the uh, man, the anti-aliasing on those DVDs Ooh. is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, I don't know if it's worse than the the smudgy upscaling on the Blu-ray. I think you're you, you kind of can't win with you this show. You're poison. It's like being a yeah. Dragon Ball fan. Yeah. <laughs> Which release is least bad? I want the good release. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that does make me wonder. They they did distribute uh, progressive and alternatives Blu-ray set in Canada, right? Yep, you can get those. That's one of the only ways you can you can watch them. Uh, they are, I think, they they've been inconsistently available for download to own. I haven't checked to see if I, I think they're currently up. I think you can buy them that way. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you can you can get the the Blu-ray is widely uh, available, and you can get. And of course, now you can get Fooly Cooly, the original, on Blu-ray because it's a, a Funimation release, so it's uh, it's it's everywhere. It's Sony Sony distributed. Um, the uh, the original series, I think that's that's still trapped on Funimation, right? The uh, Funimation yeah. streaming, yeah. So it's, again, I think it's on Hulu too, but not that that's oh, well, going to do you that any doesn't, good. That doesn't help me because there is no Hulu in Canada. <laughs> uh, but again, it just yeah, but it's not on idea. Netflix or Amazon yeah, or any yeah. of that. But I think I think that because of the Adult Swim, huh, I of, think ironically, uh, that, 
Fully Cooley is not on Crunchyroll. Like the original is not on Crunchyroll, but yeah, they the do have alternative <laughs> yeah, and progressive. I was just checking, only. So I was yeah. wondering that. And they won't and they won't have shoegaze or grunge either. So nope. Oof, what a Those mess. Those are on Max. Um, yeah. Um actually well they're uh, so yeah, the, the streaming situation there's no way to watch it subtitled in Canada right now. Uh because they they're not uploading they're only uploading the dubbed version onto like the global tv app and and stack tv which are our non-ad free streaming options there there there's no subbed version for these uh same with housing complex c there's no way to watch that one subbed at all um mm. with yeah so that's kind of disappointing i i would that's like unfortunate because you know they actually yeah. subtitle all that on-screen text <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, the it's funny thing about Fooly Cooly is despite the fact that this is ostensibly um, getting made for the American audience on television, they still I mean, these are very, very Japanese. <laughs> like they they don't Americanize um, nah. the show at all. It still has a, a very distinct, very, um, very Japanese flavor that uh, where like, like you definitely would have to have things explained to you. If you weren't mm-hmm. a certain level of familiar with with Japanese pop culture, yeah, like um, all of these different kinds of dagashi, that, yeah, or just the puns in the episode. in the episode titles. It's just like that; it's yeah. meaningless to to Americans. But then it would make sense if you're familiar with like just Japanese wordplay. Um, so it's yeah, perplexing. But again, it it feeds back to the. the the idea of Fooly Cooly being a thing on TV that, you know, a fairly broad audience watched and remembers and wants more of that. That's really only a specifically United States thing. It's not even a general Western world thing. Uh, every everywhere else, Fooly Cooly is just this kind of obscure thing, thing that um, you probably had a hard time getting your hands on for a while. And then eventually uh, Funimation got it and made it slightly easier, but still no one's heard of it. So slightly now easier, new, but with way worse quality. Yeah, but now, um, but now that uh, now grunge and shoegaze are getting, I, presumably it's going to be airing on other Adult Swim um, versions around the world, even if they're not simultaneous with the U.S. version. Yeah. Uh, so I think, uh, I think this I is the introduction the to Philly, is it, This is gonna. This is the. I mean, this is Canada's television introduction to Fooly Cooly. I think that's going to be the same for other regions as well. And let me say, it's not a good introduction, regardless of what your opinion <laughs> of grunge, grunge. Shoegaze is <laughs> like, they, they are like, like I said, they are running ads for it on adult swim Canada. I'm, I'm really curious if like people just casually watching reruns of Bob's burgers and King of the Hill are seeing those ads and actually tuning in at midnight on Saturday, just to see what this thing yeah, is. I do wonder and like, how, what, what, how the viewership is. That, is is that happening? Is that happening? And what do those people think of this? I'm curious. I'm curious if if that is a thing at all. Yeah, I don't think it's much of a thing. <laughs> I might be describing like something that happened to one person. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well. Like on that note, Fooly Cooly Shoegaze definitely doesn't stand well on its own. <laughs> it's no, a no, no, it's a no, direct it sequel. It's yeah. uh, it's gonna be very confusing for 
anybody who's not familiar with alternative or the original. Yeah, it's mm, odd choice to to <laughs> to air these internationally when you didn't even air progressive and alternative internationally. Very odd yeah. choice. Yeah, I you know what I'm I was I was a little surprised. I thought that those two were part would be part of the deal with um with chorus and adult swim, but you would think they they weren't. And also back when they first aired, they adult swim actually had they they didn't have their deal that deal in place, and they they were r- running a really crappy app up here that didn't function very well, but it had all the originals as they were coming out, and they did not have. Uh, the Fooly Cooly sequels on there. So I think it's been uh, just a, yeah. a complicated right situation. Um, it seems to right up until the point when the the Crunchyroll partnership fell apart. It seems that after that, they were able to get things straightened out. But yeah, hmm. real weird. In- interesting. Indeed. That, interesting. That reminds me, uh, you guys got... Uh, unicorn and my adventures with superman yeah we do in fact they're running my adventures with superman on uh cartoon network here as well the premieres are on adult swim but most of the reruns are on cartoon network canada huh so so it's they, they're actually putting it all over the schedule uh they 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 don't feel uh, any kind of restraint on how to schedule it which i think is good more people should watch that i think it's very interesting that they have the disclaimer at every commercial break that's that relate so the just so just to give context i uh, i did offer i showed sketch um the actual i i gave him actual recordings of the broadcasts in canada just so he could get a taste of there was a poutine uh, commercial and i was like yep that makes sense yeah i think you also got to see some of um global's commercials advising people of uh the the um <laughs> the restrictions being posed on uh, on Canadian news media because of uh, uh because of recent legislation uh, i'm not sure <laughs> if if, yeah. if that meant anything to you at all i'm not going to i'm not going to get into that issue <laughs> but yeah that's sample of the kind of things you see on canadian tv um but yeah i, I just uh, i sent him some recordings just so he could get a, a taste of what uh, of what the show's like and it's a little bit of a different definitely doesn't have the same flow that you get with yeah. adults stage. And, and definitely not the same atmosphere. No, for sure. It's there's, uh, no, there's there's no atmosphere. It's like space. Yeah. It feels a little lonely sometimes when you're when you have this fully coolie episode just floating on its own in the middle of a robot robot chicken rerun and then a family guy rerun. <laughs> and then it never runs again. Um Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's uh, no man's an island. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, yeah. It does. Uh, you know, it is what it is for the most part, and there, a lot of compromises had to be made to make this Adult Swim Canada thing work. And I'm glad they did in the end because we went way so we we went so long without being able to access any of this content at all, and we're finally getting it. It's a, it's a flawed. Uh, result but it's better certainly better than nothing and even even with five minute delays in broadcasts actually starting uh adult swim canada still has significantly more effort put into it than i think just about any other channel on canadian television right now um because they uh they they know their audience for that channel at the very least they 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 figured out 
Um, all this fall will be week. worth it for Uzumaki. I, you know what? I hope it will be. Uh, I, I really <laughs> hope that. I mean, we're not getting Uzumaki this month, as I think. Was anyone expe- still expecting Uzumaki in October 2023? Uh, I had. I had uh, there, there, was, there was. People were holding out hope that maybe, expecting maybe the no. last Saturday of October. Expecting but, no. Hoping. I mean, there's, yes. they're still saying this year, or they yeah. just kind of. Yeah. Well, they got that panel, so. This yeah, might be old news by the time this comes out, but that's right. That's that's coming up because the thing is, that, I mean, Uzumaki. Will this be, be the panel where they actually tell us when it's going to air and not just be like, "Yeah, it's coming." Like <laughs> Uzumaki Uzumaki is going to be a big deal. Uh, I, I have no doubt that when that airs, chorus is going to push it. They're probably going to have the same level of advertising that Housing Complex C did, uh, because I think I think they're they at least know how big of a deal. Uh, Junji Ito is and mm. and how big of a deal this show will be uh, and th- I mean this could be a defining show for Toonami as well it could really so determine if, de- if DeMarco's of... threat of playing it subtitled comes to fruition do you think they actually would simulcast that oh yeah for sure I don't think they, that would stop them they don't let mm. things like that aren't going to stop them they ran the Rick and they've run all those Rick and Morty anime shorts which are subtitled I don't see why Uzumaki uh, is going to be a problem true. it's like, and, like it's prestige is- television so um you know they're they'll, they'll roll with it and I'm sure they'll promote it too and uh, I'm glad actually I'm glad it doesn't have to compete with the new season of Rick and Morty uh because they'll only Adult Swim Canada is only capable of promoting one show at a time <laughs> and needless to say that's all going into the new rick and morty season right now uh, i'm glad it, i'm glad there's no there's no competition there and um oh yeah that, they don't even mention fully coolie on their website <laughs> it's uh, wow. it's it's listed on the schedule and that's that's it you go to the site it's just all rick and morty stuff <laughs> yeah. um i i will say rickandmortyforever.com <laughs> it would be really nice if they could make an exception for uzumaki uh, with the ad breaks, it only have the same number of ad breaks as the uh, the American broadcast. But they have it. They as of now s- still haven't made any exceptions outside of um, Rick and Morty and April Fools screenings. Those are the only things where they'll have the same number of ad breaks as the U.S. version. Um, I would hope that the repute, like the the prestige element of Uzumaki, would make them reconsider. But they don't make an exception for Primal. Primal's the show that probably suffers from the extra ad breaks the most. So Ooh, yeah, it, it, it suffered. It's quite, it's quite, uh, uh, frustrating <laughs> to watch primal on adult swim Canada because of that actually. Um, Ooh, so yeah, we'll see what happens. At least Uzumaki is something where like, well, I was going to say it's the kind of show that would actually maybe trend in Canada, but we'll, Twitter may not even be a thing anymore by the time Uzumaki airs on TV. So <laughs> it will always be a thing in our hearts. Uh, so uh, Amprin was on the previous episode and uh, had had a lot to say about Fulikuli Shoegaze, but he uh, he sent in a talk back this week and I want to read mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's like going down a list. Late 20s, does not have much contact with her IRL friends, stuck at a job that doesn't like 
with they don't like with little to no days off, constantly wondering whether her decisions in life are worth it. Yeah, they specifically engineered Kana in this season to personally attack me. <laughs> he sent that in a in a chat I'm in with him too. Oh my gosh. Same Poor bro. Friend. Same friend. I mean, this is why no one asked for a sequel to Fooly Cooly Alternative, because this is this is the only direction Kana's character could have gone. And we get to we, we, we get to, to to experience that now. Yeah, it's and all of the unpleasantness that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think. In those final moments, it seemed like she was having a bit of a. A breakthrough, maybe a meeting of the minds here yeah, between yeah. her and Harami. So now that Harami is incapacitated, I, I do wonder what what Kana will do now. Very, very I hope, interesting I hope, to see where this goes. I hope things get better for her, but I hope she doesn't get an easy way out. That's, no, that's no. kind of funny. But I don't think and, she will. Of course, not and obviously, <laughs> we don't actually want the world to go back to the way it was no like, that's like that's condoms. the bad thing that's the yeah. bad thing <laughs> yeah Hmm. even though this world does seem pretty messed up too yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like you know. <laughs> i mean you'll you may in your life get to a point where you think you want things to go back to the way they were uh you never do that's a, a bad trap to fall into, but unfortunately, we uh, just see it happen over and over again. <laughs> well, it's very mm-hmm. easy to go. Oh, things were better back in the past. I didn't have in the far, you go far enough back. We don't have the internet. We don't have. Yeah. You, we don't have YouTube. We don't have I mean, anime people... on demand. You got to go to the good mall that has a Sunko's video, and their selection is extremely limited. I mean, you'll have people tell you that we were better off with dial-up internet or without internet, mm-hmm. and like. Mm-hmm. I like to see that person go back in time and <laughs> and deal with that and get but, really really frustrated. <laughs> yeah, you, you go yeah. You go back to the time when you you wish that internet and accessing content through the internet was like it is now, and then you then if only you could tell like you know we see all the trade offs that we've gotten because of that, um, but then you go back and you realize why you wanted that stuff to begin with. So you you can't win. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cycle. A vicious, vicious cycle. Well, I think that'll do it. Any anybody else have any additional thoughts? Growing up sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen in the next episode, but I think growing up sucks uh is definitely a statement that will remain true <laughs> and yeah. relevant to, to Fooly Cooley and Fooly Cooley Shoegaze specifically. Yes, I think so. I think so. So, Jesse, uh, tell tell the folks where they can find you. So, I am unfortunately still on Twitter. You can find me there, Jay Betteridge. I am moving most of my... I, I'm not a big poster, but uh, I'm moving over to Blue Sky. I, you can find me on there, also Jay Betteridge. Uh, my podcast is on in Canada. I used to say it was kind of like the Canadian equivalent to the Toonami Faithful podcast. That's not really true anymore because <laughs> uh, there's there's 
those parallels are becoming more limited. It's more the podcast you <laughs> listen to if you want to hear me talk about uh, what was airing on French-Canadian TV back in the 1970s. And incidentally, my next episode is going to be about the French-Canadian dub of Heidi, Girl of the Alps. Uh, that'll be up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, look forward to that. Uh, you can find the podcast at zonn.ca uh, for Zonn Canada. And, I feel like uh, you're going to have a guest for that. Um, I brought back uh, someone who I've had previously uh, to talk uh-huh. about uh, French Canadian um, uh, uh, stuff right. that's aired on in, on French Canadian TV. I, I n- n- no 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 like of the the like the heavy hitters like like Dave Merrill and, and Mike Tool on this one. It's just the two of us chatting. But we have a we get we get pretty in depth about it and, and uh, talk not just about that dub but uh, a lot of the uh, just the themes of Heidi. And also the uh, the production behind Heidi, which uh, created a lot of the um, very negative aspects of the anime industry as we know it today. They originated with um, that uh, wonderful techniques of uh, of one director, Isao Takahata, and his his loving treatment of of animators. Um, a lot of it started with Heidi, so you can learn about it uh, in that podcast. All right, cool, 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 cool. Well, you're not done hearing from myself and Laser. We will both be back for the next segment. Is that is that some rumbling I hear in the distance? I think it might be time to rumble. It might be time to rumble. When we return, we will be talking about the uh, next final final part of Attack on Titan Part 1. The final battle of finality, Part 1. Something like that. We interrupt this podcast to bring you a live report from the rumbling. Sir, sir, what are you seeing over there? I believe I see a mountain that's been turned into a crater. And we sent some paranormalists out there because I saw some ghosts. But they got stomped too. Oh, horrifying. Ma'am, ma'am, what do you see? I see kids dying. I see lots and lots of kids dying. And this guy, he just decided to just go ahead and end it before he can get stomped on. It's crazy out here. It's crazy. I saw that. He pulled that gun out. Oh, it's the it's horrible, horrible, oh, terrible things everywhere. Oh, the humanity. The humanity over there and over there and a little bit over there. Oh, it's getting trampled. Oh, we're all going to get trampled. We're here to talk about uh, Attack on Titan, the final finale of Finality Part 1. For real. Yeah, for real, for real this time. <laughs> for so, real, we're gonna get ready to rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we are ready to rumble, but are we though? Because uh, the, I mean, you might. The rumbling is a horrible thing to witness. It is oh absolutely God. ghastly, just horrendous. Yes. And my brain is terrible because every now and then when a foot comes down, I think, what if it had the Monty Python sound? And then I, oh and, then, and, then, and now something completely different. Just the. 
you know, that would make it better because that would be something completely different right afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, what we have in the middle of all this horror is the juxtaposition of Aaron thinking about how horrible it's going to be. Then and don't do it, dumbass! Yeah! <laughs> exactly. I was like, well, do you, well, well, do you really need to do it if you've already seen it and you have the future, you know, vision? Can't you stop this? I can't. Oh, okay. It's horrible. I don't it's all going to happen. There's nothing happen. I can do about it. Bitch, oh, you're yeah. the one that's doing it. You have all the control of not doing that. Well, it's it's above me now. It's above me. I can't do anything about it. Oh, shit, boy. You're in control of it. <laughs> yes, the fuck you could do something. But no, I'm just going to kill everyone. Yeah, I don't want to no. do this because I'm I'm just going to kill team. everyone, but I'm going to feel real bad about it and cry about it to this one kid. Who will later die absolutely horribly. Oh, gosh. Excruciating detail. Thanks for that. Yeah. I said, oh, my gosh. I was really hoping that that was going to be a moment where he, like, steps past the kid and be like, okay, maybe not. No, no, he he steps steps on him. Right on. No. You know, maybe that's the winning strategy. Instead of, like, running away, she'd be, like, trying to dodge. (laughs) Why whoa, didn't whoa, you dodge? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> dodging the big feet. Dodging yeah. the big feet. <laughs> Zigzag. Do something. Shit. Yeah. Get the happy yeah. feet. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, this man. is one moment where people are pounding on this door. They're like, let us in. Let us in. The next moment, everything's destroyed except for the one of those doors. Doors. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Oh, man. Isn't that a metaphor? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. It is I, was just... about, I was about to get into my Game of Thrones reference about hold the door. <laughs> hold on. Oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> we, uh, we, we didn't really introduce ourselves. So I am Sketch, and I am joined by these fine people. Introduce yourselves. I'm, I am. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, nobody knows the order. We're special. We're no. <laughs> I'll go first. You go I'm first. Yumiko. Hey, y'all. I'm Yumiko. Hey, I'm Laser Kid. Yes, we are here to talk about these uh, long ep- the this long episode of Attack on Titan that is for some reason broken up into two chapters, which doesn't make sense because it's like three point, episodes. They, I don't understand why this is one thing instead of just three episodes, but okay. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel like it should be like it could work if it was this and then the other part and it, it's just it's one long movie. movie yeah that would work yeah that would work it or been, it could it have been episodes there's no reason why it couldn't have been episodes sure. yeah. yeah yeah absolutely but no we have this weird middle ground nobody asked for this solution yes yeah yeah pretty much so after the horrors of the rumbling we just get a little introspective moments from uh, everybody kind of licking their wounds and getting ready for the next big battle, including a rather interesting conversation between Annie and Armin, where Annie just flat out says, hey, thanks for talking to me all those years. It would have been painfully boring otherwise. <laughs> Why'd you do that, by the way? And Armin's like, Come on, Annie. Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Jeez, it's like 
and like you. Come on. It's like, it like, you didn't hear Hitch picking on me about the reason? Come on, Annie. Don't be that way. And then Mikasa's like, you know, Armin's coming with us. So, yeah, <laughs> she's like, you could come with us too if you really want. No, <laughs> I feel like I feel like they should be a little bit more insistent on <laughs> making her <laughs> with like, them. Hey. But they're like, it's like you've done enough, Annie. It's like, has she? Has she though? <laughs> has she, though? I mean, I she's mean, like she's... one of your strongest fighters, and she's just gonna sit on the sidelines and just let horrible things happen. Yeah, I mean, and, and she's, she's literally been on ice for yeah yeah like years. So, so, so she hasn't done anything in a very long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she says she's tired of fighting. What? Okay, um, tired of fighting. Right. I mean, what what was the those like three years of rest? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I just woke up and I'm so tired of fighting. Yeah, but okay, girl. Okay. No, you can't even make the argument that it feels like she just because she was awake. She she you know she experienced those long long years of of Armin talking to her, (laughs) Armin talking and Hitch complaining about her love life. Yes, yeah, (laughs) yeah. She was you know she was kept in the know about everything that was going on. She couldn't do shit, but she knew Mm -hmm. what was happening. Yeah. But could she not break out herself? I mean, that's never really been made clear. No, it has not. But I imagine yeah. the, the assumption I always had, and I could be wrong. I could be horribly, horribly wrong. She could have, but then she'd have to deal with all the people who, who are mad at her. Um, yeah. <laughs> and there would have been many. Yes. Yeah. The, 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 the entombment very much was self-defense. That's the read I always had for it. It's like, ah! I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with y'all. I'll just wait here until something happens. And then mm-hmm. something eventually happened that forced her out of it. Yep. Pretty mm-hmm. much. So we gotta make sure that uh, Falco and and uh, gosh, G- Gobby. Gobby. <laughs> Falco and Gobby. They're just raring to go, so we gotta make sure that they don't they don't get on the they don't get on the plane. Gotta keep them Got to keep them back, and Hizuru decides to stay back too. Uh, but they got to get that plane up and running. And wouldn't you know it, getting really, really beat up in the previous fight, falling into the water, and being dragged all the way from one destination to the other in the water wasn't enough, was still not enough to kill Flock. But it, so he gets some shots off and puts some holes in the tank. Good job, Jackass. You got one person killed. Yeah. And it was Hanji. It was. Oh, now this one got to me. This one got to me, too. Although, I mean, it should. Yeah. I will say, but though, that last she went out her, in a literal blaze of glory. Yes, she was. She absolutely did. And that scene. That last scene with her got me hard. That one. Oh, yes. Oh, man. I, I shoot, shoot poor choice of words there. But, mm-hmm. oh, God, <laughs> just seeing all the other people we've lost all together. Like, there's time for us to talk now. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Mm. That is in seeing Eric. <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, heaven oh, specifically just... for scouts. Yeah, yes. it's uh, it's fall hall, everybody. Yes. And I, oh yeah, because re- when I read that in a manga, I just whole face was just just tears. Yeah. And then seeing it animated just made it worse. Yeah, that, and I, the words I should use is it hit me hard. I'm smart. Hit. It and hit all... <laughs> me hard. It hit me hard. I cried like yeah. a baby. And just seeing all the people that, you know, mm-hmm. died before her, but especially when she was like, whoo, Aaron is a handful, isn't he? And all... <laughs> she said yeah. that to Aaron. I was like, oh my goodness. But just seeing him again, because he, Commander Aaron was like my fave. And so, but I, but at this point, I'm glad that he died before all this other shit, you know, went down, yeah. if you ask me. So, I was like, oh, oh. yeah, I'm so glad you didn't mm. see this shit. Thank uh, you. Well, the problem is he did. He was just dead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't but have that... to personally deal with it, but I, knowing him, he probably would have preferred that. Yeah. But yes, he, he would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone's got to give Aaron a spanking. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. And it might be Levi. Yeah, uh, Levi he only needs two it. fingers. It very well could be Levi, and who better? Yes. Who, who better? Exactly. Yes. Man, literally too angry to die. <laughs> he is. Yes, he is. He's he's a madman. Mm-hmm. So we had the rumbling, and then we had these conversations. We get him off, and the, the they're flying off. Haji's noble sacrifice to get them uh, flying before the the rumbling could reach them completely. Yeah, they were up in the air. We're heading to the destination, and everybody decides to have a pity party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except Levi. Like... Levi's like, yeah, you all suck. <laughs> <laughs> he, and he, he thinking, has a one-track mind. We can still... We can still negotiate with Aaron. We can we can still get through to him, maybe. So Aaron says, Aaron hey, decides, what's up? No, you Aaron can't. Aaron decides to invite, invite everybody to the Discord again. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Just to say, I'm not going to take any from you. You're good. You can You're try to stop off. me. You can go ahead and try. That's what you want to do then that's what you want to do. You are free to do that. I am free to do as I do. And there's nothing further to talk about later. Basically, yeah, he hears you. They make a point. Aaron could stop us anytime he wants. He can take control of us. Aaron's like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that. I'm going to stop over a ton of other people. But you guys, nah, you can stop me if you want. You can try anyway. Yeah, you can try to stop me if you want to, but I'm going to keep doing me. His line so, of thinking um, is so twisted and stupid. Yes. <laughs> Again, somebody needs a spanking. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Yeager needs a spanking. Yes, very, very much so. Very much so. <sighs> so <laughs> it was like, you heard all your friends, Aaron. 
if they ask real nicely, I'll let you off with one swift boot to the. <laughs> yeah, just Give one a boot to the head. <laughs> yeah. You heard what I'm what they said. He's just like I'm on still gonna be doing me. So mm-hmm. y'all can try to. The stop rumbling me. will not stop. Yeah. Okay. Can't stop, won't stop the beat. Oh. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. So safe to say, negotiations broke down. But it's just, I. All right. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to grip with his line of thinking. Here's a. He, in his mind, is doing all of this to save his friends, to save the island of parody. And the only reason that he's not stopping them is because he doesn't want to trample on specifically their freedom. Everybody else, he will literally trample on their freedom. <laughs> just just going to snatch it away. So yeah. I understand ish but it is so stupid (laughs) yeah because it's like you're my friends i'm not gonna do nothing to y'all because y'all are my friends but to hell with everybody else yeah i'm finna knock all this shit over but all your friends that you claim to care about are trying to explain to you why you shouldn't do this thing like i'm gonna do it anyway fuck all you i'm gonna do what i want but you shouldn't do that uh, we're gonna stop you. Okay, you can try. I'm not gonna do anything to you, but you know, I'm I'm not gonna listen to you either because I'm dumb. Yes, exactly. Follow that logic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so take that lo- take that logic and get out of here. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Aaron's friends aren't the only ones having a pity party. Also, uh, all the parents of the of the Marleyan soldiers, the the warriors, are all like. I only used my child as a weapon. I'm not fit to be called a mother. Yeah, Ron is Yeah, yeah, a... you're all terrible people. Yeah, she just had a whole breakdown. Man, that face she was making. Oh, yeah, that was creepy as hell. I was like, oh, that's creepy. It's That's another one of those Attack on Titan faces where you're not entirely sure what emotion they are actually having. Yeah, like, are you happy? Are you sad that he's a warrior? Are you are you angry? Are you angry? I think it's a it's a maddening happiness. I mean, do you you have gas? Do you do do you need food? (laughs) Yeah, do you have gas? Your tummy hurts. What's what's happening? Yeah, right. Do you need a restroom (laughs) break? That's it. That was my mommy talk right there. Does your tummy hurt? Uh Mm -hmm. Uh, they're all trying to get away in other flying ships but those flying ships have already taken off the good news is those flying ships are about to bombard the rumbling and try to stop it the bad news is that ain't gonna do shit and it did not and i was (laughs) like the most foreseeable outcome ever yeah, I'm like, oh, y'all finna get dead. Guys, okay. a bunch of aircraft carriers couldn't stop this thing. What are your dicky little jets gonna do? Not a uh, damn thing. Drop your payloads. Your payloads you know, ain't crap compared to your aircraft carriers. If he, if he couldn't, if he couldn't manifest the Beast Titan, that might have, you know, slowed them down a little at least, but he manifested the Beast Titan. And as soon as he did, he was like, oh, there he is! 
Oh, I'm going to get like, him. I'm going to get him. He's like, oh, yeah, there go that hairy, hairy bastard. I'm ready to fight that hoe. And, you know, that's he has a one-track mind when it comes to, oh yeah, you know. There are Z. so many one-track minds in this show, I swear to He's God. He's like, yes, he Aaron has a one-track. included. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to kill them all, but I don't want to kill them all. But I'm going to do it. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. So I, 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 I'm going to do it. Make up. <laughs> do you want to do it or not want to? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so now that Armin is the leader of the scouts, because that happened, uh, yeah. <laughs> the plan is to descend upon the founder, take out the Beast Titan, and hopefully that will stop the rumbling. And if it doesn't, then they will use uh, Armin's power of the Colossal to, you know, big, big boom. <laughs> big boom. Well, a- after Aaron's declaration, why aren't they just doing that? I know, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just uh, he, he's too the, far gone. <laughs> I understand the desire to want to 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 reason with him, and if they didn't have that moment, I get it, actually. But they had that moment, and Aaron's just like, "You will not stop until I am dead." I think that's pretty definitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drop yep. your ass on him. That's all he he just <laughs> oh, told you. Oh. <laughs> But he I'm sorry, Armin just has one more burning question. What do you mean by freedom? <laughs> and then are you, what do you mean by you are free? I have the, 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 the freedom Gundam action figure from Bandai. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <sighs> and I just have to say this, because they got... The rumbling happening, these giant titans is crushing everything in his wake, and then you get towards the back and you just got stupid little legs. The gigantic <laughs> body is like, this is, this is ridiculous looking. Now listen, yeah. now, if I if I were a titan, I would have been the one that slipped and fell and slid down the hill. Yeah. That been, that's me as a titan. I said, look at that's me right there. These titans will also trample over their own if you if you oh, yeah. knock some of them down. Stop the shit out of them. I was like, oh my gosh. Uh-huh. And you can't forget <laughs> that they swim, too. I always want to bring up that they swim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the free- <laughs> they swim now. <laughs> like, excuse me? They swim? When did this I happen? Had- oh, we are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I had to bring that up again. Had to bring up again about really, swimming. <laughs> there were even people that were stuck in jail that got trampled. Like, yeah, jeez, it took all walks of life. Yeah, people trying to pile into carriages and like trains and stuff is like, ah, let me in, let me in. It's like, no, man, <laughs> ain't gonna no. help. No, but I still not. question, couldn't you go underground? <laughs> You know, that like, would be the yeah. probably the smartest thing to do, which is why no one's doing it, because the level of brain cells in the show all belong to Armin. Yeah, pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. just fly over the rumbling, and then it's behind you. <laughs> now, granted, the Beast Titan might show up and throw rocks, but... Yeah. Y- y- you might be able to get through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we not have any mines anywhere? No. Yeah, that would be a really good idea. Mm-hmm. I don't but think I also, much. 
that, yeah, there I is a risk wonder, of cave-in with that, though. Yeah, I was thinking if they went underground, would they get stuck? And Me? die underground? <laughs> and then it's Gurren Lagan. <laughs> <laughs> now we know how Gurren Lagan happened, everyone. Yeah, Simon, probably. yours is the drill that will pierce the idiot known as Aaron Yeager. <laughs> Man, that would have been funnier if Bryce played both characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was Yuri Lowenthal. The the other guy that did that kind of voice before Bryce. You know, I would love and to see a uh, fan crossover between the two universes here. Simo would just beat the smack out of her at this point. Grit those teeth, Aaron Yeager! I mean, the rumbling ain't got no chance against the the Gurren Lagan, man. That oh, thing can God, be as big as a galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, just like grabs all the titans in his hand, just like squish. Yes. <laughs> it's over. Such is the ridiculousness that is Gurren Lagan. He just picks him up and chucks him like the Beast Titan. Throws mm-hmm. the Beast Titan into the sun. <laughs> Nice. Uh, if only. Only if. Mm-hmm. But, but we, instead, we, we have we Attack have on Titan. This. Yeah. Yeah. For Toonami advertising, this is like 90 minutes of nonstop action. Uh, not no. really. 90 minutes of a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking. Lot a lot of talking. of talking. But shout out to, and like Hanji's last, you know, Mm-hmm. Her last um, fight. Yeah. I love the fact that it brought me back to season one. Yeah. In those those sequences, I was like, "Oh, this is so refreshing to see again." We actually, yeah, we got to see some ODM <sighs> gear usage. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, it like good job, Mappa. Good job." Yes. Yeah. Getting, no, it looks yeah. Because <laughs> that was getting back to the reason why one of the many reasons why we love to tack on Titan in this animation is because you took it back to season one when somebody was using the ODM gear to actually fight and take down Titans. You know, because when was the last time we saw, you know, that using the ODM gear, gear to fight Titans? What? Maybe season three. Season three, yeah. So I felt like that was a great call back to the reason why we all fell in love with it well, with Attack on Titan. One reason there and, was the fight in uh, in Marley mm, when the yeah there was that when the yeah. p- parody soldiers showed up in their ODM gear and they didn't fight too many Titans, but there were no, some. No, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was but but yeah oh yeah that sequence was uh good back in season four. Whenever, who was it? Dang it, I forget who it was. Was it Gilliard? When he was like, oh, don't y'all recognize that that I'm, you know, that I'm human or I'm a Titan or whatever he said. And then that sequence of seeing all of the, uh, <laughs> them weaving and stuff. I was like, oh, like, now that was I'm awesome. a Titan. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Oh, and, oh, 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 you think oh, yeah. we don't know how to kill a Titan? Yes. And just see them <laughs> weaving and stuff like that. Now that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really cool sequence. We don't have too many talkbacks, but I'm going to read them because I think some of these might 
be a good springboard for conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ungilded1700 wrote in, I thought it was great. The Hanji scene is a standout to me, especially. The action, the emotion, the animation was all on point. Absolutely. Also, I thought mm-hmm. the scene where Aaron talks to the scouts through the paths was very beautiful visually. It was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, beautiful that. visually. Yes. Brain-breakingly annoying otherwise. Yes. It was quite also, beautiful. What's what's up with uh with Ymir and little Aaron is a couple of creepy kids. Yeah, they were very creepy. Shining in here. Yeah. Jeez. Come <laughs> play with us. We're gonna play <laughs> um the mile run with a bunch of titans. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But just a pointless conversation. Yes. <sighs> I do like uh, the theory that we're getting that Aaron wants them to stop him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He might, at least on a subconscious level. Yeah. But I, mean... I, I guess in his mind, the only person that he'll allow to stop him, uh, the only people he'll allow to stop him are I... his friends. I haven't said anything for a while because I I've been I didn't have enough evidence for this uh, headcanon theory, but I believe the reason Aaron's doing all of this, Mister, I see the future here. Mm. I can see the future. <laughs> I believe he's pulling a freaking code Geass here. I am going to be the ultimate enemy, and the uh, world is going to see Paradis save the world. And now the remnants oh. of the world and the remnants of Paradis aren't going to hate each other because they saved the world from me. And I'll die, and who cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After all, he doesn't have too many years, <laughs> too many more years left to live. That's true. Yeah, anyway. But, so. my man, you don't have to kill that all many the people. people. You don't have Do to, you go have to the, kill everybody? You don't have to commit this dang hard to it. Like, I could reasonably understand you going after marley but yeah everything else man what but it, but everybody the refugees yeah all the other countries that have never ever done anything to you i think he's trying to commit a little too hard to being a wwe heel oh, yes shout out to wwe yeah <laughs> At Christina seven one six Anna writes in absolutely loved every second of this emotional roller coaster. All right, fair. Yeah, fair. I mean it's it's an emotional yeah. roller coaster. Half of my emotion is Aaron. Why are you stupid? But you know, yeah, it look, is emotional. It is, that is it an is emotion. Emotional. It is an emotion. With, and yeah, I won't ha- lie, there are some strong emotional moments. Otherwise. Yeah, with Hanji, and mm. then, of course, them trying to convince their friend to stop murdering everybody. Hey, Aaron! And, and <laughs> stop the murder! No, I won't stop the murder. No, I won't stop. Y'all can try. Y'all can try to you stop know, me if you, you want. Stop me if you want. I won't stop you from stopping me, even though I yeah. could. But, you know, I'm just going to kill everyone. Aaron's all like, don't stop me now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to see a fan editor of that sequence. Of fan oh, fan yes, fan. yes. Oh, my gosh. To the rumbling. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, oh it's horrible. It's horrible, but it's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> it's both. 
It's hilarious. Oh, yes, it's hilarious. Oh, no. Oh, I can't get it out of my head. It's too good. I'm sure it exists. It probably exists by now. Yeah. And if it didn't, we may have just inspired it. Uh, yeah. I hope so. Because <laughs> the, the sicko in me just has to see this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Oh, I'm crying over here. Oh. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> and Severing Faith, that's F-A-Y-T-H, writes in, uh... I'm partly sad because I don't want this to end in Aaron's death. Partly confused by Aaron's motivations because I thought he was doing this merely to wipe out all the people who mistreat Eldians. But then he goes on about being free. And in regards to uh, when when we made the, the talkback post, which uh, either Stephen or Brittany did, uh, they, they used the quote of uh, what the Marleyan soldier said as they were doing their last fleeting attack it's marching our hatred back upon us now that was that was a line Mm. man oh my god i was like yes he was like look at all the hate that we spewed out and now it's coming back to literally stomp us out Mm -hmm. yep and to that severing faith said And going off that quote, I was pleasantly surprised to see someone from the other side finally get some freaking common sense. It (laughs) came far, far too late for it to fully matter, but still. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. That's correct. Like I said, all the entire, all the brain cells, this entire show just all belong to Armin. It's, It's true. Yes. He's got a lot of room for brain cells, especially it's, it's, when he's a colossal. Yes, yeah. well, it's it's awesome. like One Piece. The entire brain cells of the Straw Hat crew belong to Nami. Yes, they share a little bit with Robin. Well, some Robin do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin, Robin has just enough brain cells to share some important factoid every arc, basically. <laughs> yes, she gonna yeah, she gonna give you a little history, and then she's gonna say some more. Yeah. yeah. Why you have to say that? <laughs> Their whole shtick. That's what she does. We can't talk about One Piece right now. <laughs> oh, we, the three of us, oh. are always going to revert to talking about One Piece. We it's true. It. We cannot help it's it. True. We can't help it. Oh god! It's absolutely sorry. True. Attack on Titan. Sorry. I'm not. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry in the least. Uh, oh man. So this this was. This was the the appetizer for the main course that will air eventually. Yeah, sometime. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure all the falderall of actually getting the rights to play this one means that they won't have to go through as much trouble once the uh, other one has aired, which does air in November in Japan. And then yes. it'll probably take... Mm, well, we're hitting into holidays, so that could slow things up a bit. But I would figure probably about a month, maybe the later end of November, it would potentially be dubbed. They might try to let's ho- get that done before the holidays. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope it doesn't take as long as, the, you know, getting this one. Yeah, so that, that was... We can go uh... ahead and- 
It was a long time. Go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. I just, Let us go ahead and wrap this up like Christmas because everybody is tired. So. Pretty much. Like, it just doesn't. <laughs> Speaking of things that don't make sense. If, and this is if, we don't know for sure, but it's a reasonable theory that that Crunchyroll was really fighting Toonami on who would get to premiere this dub. Why be so petty about it when you literally get to air it within the same day? Yes. It's, it's ridiculous. Yes. Why hold that off for like six months just yes. to be petty? doesn't yes, right, make because... any sense and it just ticks off your subscribers yeah <laughs> yes because it literally crashed the site didn't it when it premiered mm. i think it did i can't i can't remember that far you're back ta- because you're my brain. The, the dub or the the simulcast the simulcast yeah yeah and um so it's like you're you're still gonna get that traffic Because people, even though people are very tired and want this to wrap it up, they're still going to watch it. So, what what are you losing? Nothing. Really? Not (laughs) losing a damn thing. Nothing. It's. Stop being an ass. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) If that's what it is, cut it out. All right. Cut it it out. Don't don't pull that crap on part two. Part yeah. to the final for real, for real final. This is. Yeah. <laughs> we mean it this time. Uh huh, for real this time. Except it was recently announced that there is going to be a <laughs> new chapter of the manga. Something oh like that. Yeah, and I was just God. like, oh, please, please wow. stop. Please just let it end. <laughs> stop. Let it end. In the words of of Lotor, end it! (laughs) Yeah. For real. (sighs) And I loved Attack on Titan so much, and I still love it, but y'all are killing me now. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing Mm. me. Stop it. Mm -hmm. And I'll just uh, go ahead and say that there are things that alluded to the end in this long episode. Just, just a little, little things here and there. Uh-huh. You know them if you see them. Or you're that's mean, all I'm no gonna idea. say. Yeah, but once you see the next part, you'll be like, "Oh, that's what he meant." Oh, I see. <laughs> and those of you who have read the manga probably know what I'm talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am the representative of the anime only because I am, in fact, the anime only for Attack on Titan. Hey, you know, that's fine. I just at some point was like, all right, I got to see how this ends. This is taking me, too, me too long. Me too. I was like, Durrell, let's, let's Durrell go was like this. that too, but yeah. unlike Darrell, I still feel compelled to see how the anime handles it. The yeah, rumors, so far, pretty good. The, the the rumors I always heard was, oh, they might change the ending, but I don't know if that's really uh, the case. I really yeah, I heard think that. So. I heard that rumor, too, that for the anime, they were going to change it since everybody bitched about um, how the manga ended. And I, don't I was know like, how they would change it to. Yeah, well, me, I was like, <laughs> what? 
well, how it ended, I was like, what did y'all expect? What, <laughs> I, what, what did you expect? So you're telling me that Aaron Yeager does not have does not have a happy ending? I'm shocked. You're just like, what, what, what did y'all expect? The outcome of this? Okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Aaron Yeager's gonna die a horrible, painful death, and it's gonna be sad. But he kind of earned it. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is, what did y'all expect? <laughs> to the end of it, what did y'all expect? Well, and I that's all I'm gonna say. I'll I be honest. Your mind. <laughs> <laughs> how they finish it? I mean, how they how they finish this fight is not what I was expecting. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, s- true. True. <laughs> true. But like, how 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 everything happens after that? I, I think it's generally was expecting. At least most of that. <laughs> Except for maybe one more thing that's kind of a legendary manga meme at this point. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> I do wonder how that, if if, if they'll change that at all or if they'll just leave it as is. And I hope they leave it as is because it's, it's so much better that way. <laughs> Ah, uh, enough egg, uh allusions to future events. Oh, right. One one more important thing. Uh, uh, at, at one point, Falco and Gabby run up to Annie as, as they're uh, still on the boat. And they're like, Falco just had this dream. You know, he's he, he, he imagined he was flying and and can't can't the the titans like inherit the powers of other titans uh, they they said that that the that the female titan was really good at that is like yeah you wouldn't believe what they had me eat Ugh. Ugh. so they're implying that falco has unlocked some of the potential of the beast titan which is interesting very interesting. There may yet be a way to drag Annie into this final confrontation. Annie. But that will have to wait until next time. Whenever that is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I really hope it's this year. I mean, if it's early it's... next year, whatever. But if you got to wait till like spring, that's ridiculous. It spring is. 2025. The final end for real. Okay, we all right. We did it for real this time. <laughs> we swear, you guys, this is really the ending. You know, they that, could play all those OVAs. They dubbed them finally. <laughs> They're not going to do that. Probably not. And it's largely supplemental material, though some of it is interesting. I hadn't seen it. Maybe I need to watch it eventually. Yeah, they got, uh, I think all of them are available dubbed on both Funimation and Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. They're definitely on Funimation. I so will check it out. They're probably on probably on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that'll about do it, unless either of you have any additional thoughts. My additional thoughts are just screaming at Aaron Yeager, and I think I've done that enough. <laughs> <laughs> but have you Probably not, but I don't think everyone needs to hear me scream at Aaron Yeager for 30 minutes. Oh, 
I really like the insert song that played when Hanjay was showing off her stuff. Oh, that yeah, was so Yeah, that was cool. That, that was, was so really cool. cool. Do either of you know who the singer is? No, mm. and I was going to try to find out. Sounded like sounded like Amy Lee from Evanescence. <laughs> <laughs> Though, obviously, not singing entirely in English. No, but I was going to find that out. Yeah. It was it was great. I couldn't find any information about the insert songs, only about the the ending song, which is another SIM song. Yes. Under the tree. Good good track. Yes. I like it. Under the tree. Ooh, is that symbolic? Yes. Yes it is. Yes, it is very uh, Yeah. When I saw the name of the uh of the song, I said, Ooh. Ooh. I wonder wow. if they're gonna use that song again or if there will be another song for the last part i I'm guess like we'll find should, out they should have saved that for the last part in my opinion but i don't know nothing so maybe i feel like they would probably go with something a little bit more um, somber perhaps maybe at the end there i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know let's let's just play lincoln park in the end Yes. Because in the end, it didn't even matter. Not at all. Mm-mm. Oh, Lincoln Park. They were awesome. Yes. Oh, if you had any additional thoughts about this long special of Attack on Titan or if anything else Attack on Titan or anything else Toonami related, you can email us at podcast at ToonamiFaithful.com You can follow us on Facebook.com backslash ToonamiFaithfulPodcast and on Twitter at ToonamiPodcast You can listen to the podcast on just about everything including Apple Podcasts CastBox, Deezer, Google Podcasts iHeartRadio, Overcast, Podbay Podbean, Podcast Addict Radio.com Spotify or on the TuneIn Radio app and you can find every episode of the podcast stream online at soundcloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast and get the latest news by following at Toonami News on Twitter and read the news, views, and reviews on ToonamiFaithful.com. Yumiko, tell them where they can find you. All righty. Um, I'm on the Twitter at BLU underscore Temptation. And you can find my old Attack on Titan reviews and editorials on ToonamiFaithful.com. And Laser, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at LaserGoodPrime. You can find my Toonami Focus editorials right here on Toonami Faithful. And occasionally you can now find me on the, uh, well not now, it's been a while, but you can generally find me on many of V-Lord's podcasts, the uh, V-Lord podcast universe that I mean into existence. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. Yes, I know it's x.com now. I do not care. It is still Twitter. It's still it's Twitter twitter.com, guys. It's still twitter.com. It's Twitter to me. Yeah, twitter.com still works. That's it. Still His works. mama called him Twitter. I'm calling him Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's right. I forgot a talk back, and it seems like a fine one to end things off with. So, uh, at Nicholas underscore Whaley wrote in, I rumble with Antissa. Patient for the conclusion. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, Very nice, Nicholas. Very nice. Very oh nice. Uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Honestly, I should have held it longer. <laughs> it was perfect. 
<laughs> Always appreciate a good Rocky Horror Picture Show reference. Very good. Very good. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to share it with your friends if you think they might be interested. And uh, until next time, we're dodging the rumbling. Poorly. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother, when Rumble Mania comes for you?